This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Mike Sedita. Hello and welcome to episode 18 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. We have the pleasure of having Nicolette Sims of Tanique Designs joining us this morning. How are you doing, Nicolette? I am doing well. How are you? I am doing fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on with us. I hope you're having a a lovely week here. The weather is beautiful. Everything is uh, sunny and bright. It is. I mean, as long as I don't stay out for too long, I'm I'm just good. <laughs> yeah, well, as soon as it gets to a little bit later in the day, everybody starts sweating. It's so it's so warm out. I you walk out. I, I flew in last night uh, from a business trip and uh, walked out of the airport, and it was like a wave of heat hitting me. So it, you, you just you got to get used to it. Your body just has to adjust. So you have to get used to it. Yeah, one of those things. <laughs> so let me tell you a little bit about the Good Neighbor Podcast and, and who we are and why we do what we do and how we do it. So back in 2020 in Southwest Florida, a guy by the name of Charlie McDermott started the Good Neighbor Podcast basically during COVID when everybody needed to, you know, we needed to have that social distancing. This was a way for us to make residents in our communities that we work in aware of different businesses, different philanthropy, different community events and things that were going on. Um, That's why we do it. How we do it is this very informal podcast, just you and I, two business people locally here talking about uh, who you are and what you do. And then what we do is we'll put this out on iTunes and Spotify and a whole bunch of other podcast locations to help your business get a little exposure in the area. So if that sounds good, Tell us a little bit about Tanique Designs. So Tanique Designs is a handmade jewelry company. I am, the website is online, store is online, but we do have a few pop-up events that we attend yearly so we can get that face-to-face interaction with our Tanikesters. That's what we call our customers. Tanikesters, okay. <laughs> and we make jewelry for Tanikesters who are bold, confident, unique and people who aren't afraid to represent who they are on a daily basis. We're known for making body jewelry and a lot of versatile pieces. So our recent collection has an off the shoulder body jewelry that can transform into three different necklaces. So we're known for doing things that are out the box, unique and bold. So that, so my question, my follow-up question to that is, do you design a line of jewelry and then make you know a bunch of those and then present that on your online store for people to buy or if i'm super unique can i come to you and say hey nicolette this is my style i want something like x y and z and you can customize and build that unique piece specifically for a person do you guys do any of that both of those so we did we have collections that we design but honestly, a lot of our pieces are custom designed. We'll have people come to us. They'll say, I like this necklace, but I think it's too short or too long. And I want to add something else to it. And we make it happen. That's awesome. That keeps uh, that keeps everything unique and never dull, never uh, repetitive. So that's a, that's a nice feature to have built into your business. So I know for me, people hear my accent and they say, well, clearly you're not a native Floridian. So I, I, clearly you're not a native Floridian. Tell us a little bit about your journey. How, do you, how long have you been in Tampa? Um, you know, a little bit about your story and your background. 
Sure. Yeah, this accent, it does not hide. <laughs> yeah, me, I, me either. It's different, but it doesn't hide. It doesn't hide. I grew up in Jamaica. I've been living in Florida for maybe, yeah, 10 years. This year is 10 years since I've been living here. But I actually started my business while I was in Jamaica. So living in Jamaica uh, was visiting Canada vacation and I decided I wanted to learn how to make jewelry. At that time, I loved partying and I just didn't like the idea of seeing someone else in something that I had on. <laughs> and at the time, I also sold my own clothing. So it seemed like a good match that I could, you know, make my own accessories as well. And so I took one jewelry making class. It really wasn't anything extensive. I think it was just an hour and we learned how to make one bracelet. And I think from that, it's just the creativity that comes afterward. Um, when I returned to Jamaica, I was showing my manager at the time. I showed her all these new jewelry pieces that I made for myself. And then she started asking me about pricing. And I said, well, let me get back to you because right. they yeah, at the time wasn't to do this for other people. It was for me so I could be unique whenever I go out. And from there, word got out. People wanted their own custom bracelets, necklaces, and that's how the business started. And when I moved to Florida in 2013, um, I decided I was going to continue it because I really loved it. I love the idea of people being able to represent who they are, not just, you know, your resume tells a lot about who you are. Your clothes tells a lot about who you are. So does your accessories. And I love that idea. And of course, moving. I see you. What's up? No, no, no. Go ahead. Finish what you're saying. I was curious about something, but I, I listen, I'll hold my thought. Go ahead. Finish what you're um, of course, moving to a new country, not just a new state, but a whole new country. It's different. You have to find your new clients, customers, and that sort of thing. And at that time, I didn't have an, a website. I was really word of mouth. So, you know, it was interesting. But here I am today, 10 years after, still making jewelry. And I've shown my pieces on runways here in the Tampa Bay area. And it's just been awesome. Last year, I had my own fashion show pre um had my own fashion show last year and this year i'm planning the second one so i'm pretty excited about that and how the business has just transformed over the past 10 years so most canadians go to jamaica for trips and you're jamaican going to canada for a trip i hope it wasn't during like a winter you know snowstorm i hope at least though you were able to the weather was able to accommodate that wasn't my question <laughs> But my question is, so do you still do the fashion or is it just from a from a ease of materials standpoint? Is the, the accessories and the jewelry just better for your business model or do you still also do the fashion as well? I don't do the fashion. Um, you know what? When it comes to sizing, getting all the right sizing, I just it was just too much. Necklaces are easy. It's easy. a standard size. <laughs> but Every neck has kind of got the same dimensions. Every body has curves in different parts. So it's probably but, a little bit. Yeah. The trick comes in, though, with body jewelry. Because what I would, I'm petite. So what a body jewelry that I would make for myself, I wouldn't necessarily make work. for everybody else. Because everybody's not the same size. But it's a little easier <laughs> than clothing. <laughs> So that kind of feeds into my next question about like some misconceptions. 
So you're saying that, explain to me body jewelry, okay? So are we talking, like when I think body jewelry, because I'm not that bright. So for me, the first thing I think of is like a, um, like a belly button piercing or um, like a belly chain or something like that. So when you say what you would do for you for body jewelry, it might not be for a, for a more of a full figured woman or a curvier woman. What is the differences? Like, what are, what are we talking about from that standpoint? What's the big difference for someone for your size versus someone a different, a, another size? So first of all, body jewelry that I'm referring to is not, um, like a belly button ring or anything like okay. that. I'll do pieces that maybe go off the shoulder or they wrap around your your waist and go around your back, something gotcha. like that. And so really the only difference is is how long the chain is or how short the chain is, right? Um, and you talk about misconceptions. A lot of full-figured women, they think, oh, I can't, you know, that's that won't look well on me. And to be honest, it's really just how you pair it with what you're wearing and your confidence on the inside that comes out on the outside. That helps as well. It's about how you finding the right size, the right materials, making sure it hangs in the right places. It's all about customizing it to you. Yeah, I mean, that I think, you know, that's a, that's a great point that you bring up. I mean, confidence in the way people wear things makes all the difference in the world. I mean, um, you know, no offense, petite isn't necessarily the most. I mean, some guys find some people find men and women find other uh, petite women as their type, whereas curvier women, some people prefer that. So when you're talking about a chain that wraps around a waist. I'm thinking of a curvier woman that it might, their hips might hold it a certain way versus yes. someone who's petite. And that's just kind of finding the right, the finding the right style that fits that person's unique personality, which is, which is great about what you do because, you know, uh, you're tapping into another level. Like someone might wear a nice shirt that's cut a certain way, but it's almost like you are supersizing to keep with the size puns. Um, you're, you're, you're almost like amping up what they do with the accessories and the jewelry that's unique to their style. Exactly. It's all about no confidence is just it. It's knowing about who you are on the inside. And that I'm not saying you're going to put the jewelry on and the confidence will come. The confidence you never know. here. Well, you know what? Superman, I like Superman had a little S on his chest under his shirt. Once he opened it up, it was like a new man. So you never know. Man. Well, I must say, I had one Tanikster I can recall. She was a bit older, um, not petite, and she just wasn't sure that body chains was her thing. But she really liked something that she saw on the runway. And so, you know, I was speaking to her. I was really encouraging her. Hey, only buy it if you know you're going to wear it. Because that's, I don't want my Tanisters to buy something and just have it sit in their closet. And she said, yes, I'm going to wear it. And I think she's worn it more than she thought she would have worn it. <laughs> well, that's the thing, too, is, is you know, they say, if you, if you don't love it in the store, you're not going to like it when you get home, right? But so... This isn't a sh like, okay, so for me, if I go to the store and I buy a shirt, I try it on, okay, it looks okay, I get it home, I don't take the tags off of it, and I decide I don't, I don't want to wear it, how does it work 
with your jewelry. So, it, I mean, I'm assuming at a show people can kind of see stuff there, but everything's online. So is it convenient for someone if they buy something, say, you know, listen, I'm, I'll use my body as an example. I'm, I'm about 225 pounds. I uh, have some hips. If I buy a nice belly chain for myself and I get home and I try it on and it doesn't fit right or hang right, how do you work with people and exchanges and things like that? Or is it, you know, you have to know you're going to wear it type of deal? So I have not yet had an exchange or so everything works good. Everything's fit and perfect. Um, but I, I really don't get that many orders right. for body chains online. They see okay. it first or if they place it online, they'll message me and they'll say, hey, I see this model is wearing it, but I'm concerned that that okay. might not fit me. And then that's where I'll call them up, send them a message. Hey, take out your tape measure. Do you have a tape measure? Do you have something to measure? And that's where the customization really comes in because you have to shop smart. You have to know your body type. You have to know what you like, how it will fit. And that's what I like about my Tanixters. They actually communicate. They're, they're, they're honest. They'll tell me, listen, I don't like that. That's not my style. Or they'll just let me know I want X, Y, Z. And I'll say, okay, let's do it. Well, the reason I asked that question is not to, I mean, like Amazon. Now everybody buys things from Amazon. They don't like it. They just throw it in a box and bring it back to UPS. The reason I ask that is because everything is kind of customized that you're talking about. It's not um, a, a white T-shirt off of a rack. It is, this is made specifically for me. So you got to kind of make sure it's something that you you want. Because if I return it, how many other six foot, 230 pound guys are going to want my belly, my belly chain? Nobody else is going to want that. It's only <laughs> for me. Um, so this is, I mean, you are, you can tell, I mean, people are listening to this, but looking at your face, when you talk about it, you, you, you light up. I mean, this is your passion. It, it seems like it's, you get excited when you're just talking about the different variations of the things you do besides, besides designing this jewelry. What do you do personally for fun? What is your escape? What do you do to get out of when you're, you're tired of jewelry? <laughs> uh, haven't been tired of jewelry yet, but we always <laughs> need an escape. Um, and I love hanging with my family. I'm a family girl. So once I'm around them, I'm good. We laugh. We have a good time. We eat some good Jamaican food. Um, but aside from that, I love watching movies, some nice action movies. And then right, I... Stop. <laughs> what, give me a movie review. Give me what is a recent action movie that you have watched that you have said, you know what, that one I'm going to go back and watch again because it was that good. Um. Oh, Tom Cruise. Oh, why is Mission, that? Mission, uh, Maverick. Yes, Top Gun Maverick. I probably good. saw that movie like five times already. Five. I love it. It was good. I, I, I have to agree. I'm not a huge Tom Cruise fan because various I mean, he's just he to me i loved him when he was younger and then he just kind of got a little long in the tooth but he um but he definitely he knows how to do those action movies boy and that one was good it was worth waiting for that one in my it's very nostalgic i mean i was the first one was when i was a kid so now this is like the rebirth you know the reboot type of thing but it was really good okay so we're kind of on the same page movie action movies so we're we're good there so besides the, the movies, with you, do you have a lot of family in Tampa? Has a lot of your family moved here? Or are you talking about your, are you married? Do you have kids? 
Yeah, so I'm married. I have a daughter. She's going to be two in September. And then I do have my parents, aunts, uncles, not just in Tampa, but down south, Fort Lauderdale, across in okay. Orlando. So we're all our own. So it's good to travel and see them as well. Right. That's great. Oh, and your daughter's going to be two. So you are. you might need to go see some action movies and leave her with that or... When she's tearing the house apart, when she, you know, the 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 terrible twos and asking you, why mommy, why mommy, why mommy, over and over and over again. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I and I am not afraid to say, hey mom, hey dad, uh, dropping her off. <laughs> yeah, we'll be by in like six minutes. I hope you guys are home. We're just gonna drop her off and slow down and toss her to you as we're leaving, as we're going to a movie or getting out of the house. So. So that's awesome. So you do have family close by. That is great that you can, um, or at least, you know, here and in the vicinity in Florida, it seems like everybody kind of settled in Florida, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. We're all close knit. So we, even though distance is there, we try to see each other as often as we can. So let me ask you this, you know, being, being an immigrant coming to this country, I mean, this is like the American dream. I'm sure there's been some, some pitfalls along the way. Has there been a, a challenge or a hardship that you've come across in your journey that you've been able to, to, you know, to be able to galvanize you and, and help you to grow and come out of it the other side, uh, you know, making lemonade out of lemons. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely some challenges. The one that I can, that stands out in my head though, is not related to, you know, moving here from another country, but probably the same thing that got this podcast started during COVID. COVID. Yeah. So I sell jewelry. During COVID, nobody oh. was really concerned about buying jewelry right. because they didn't have anywhere to go. And of course, you're, you know, budgeting and all that. So right. during COVID, I made masks. I tapped back into the sewing skills that I had and I made the fabric masks. And that, while it was easy to just transition and let my techniquesters know, hey, if you're going out, I have masks that you can choose from. You can choose your own color, your style, you know, get it customized. There was also the challenge of finding materials, right? Like right. elastic, the elastic that you would need to go around your ear or around your head. That was a challenge because everybody was making right. masks at the time. And so, you know, that was something that really taught me to pivot, learn to change, learn to adapt, learn to do new things, not necessarily the same way you've always done it because change is what's always constant. And so that was something that I learned a lot from, not just about how to make masks, but how to, you know, take business from one step to the next and also keep my composure through it all. You know, it's it, you bring up a really great point, and and what we do here with the podcast, and what we do in our communities around, you know, Pasco and Hillsborough County, um, we do with you know our publications. So I, I deal with local business owners every day. I mean, it's it's what I do. It's my it's my business, and that is the one um, recurring theme with so many business owners that are successful is their ability to pivot. When something is going on that they, you know, there's that fight or flight mentality that people have. Some people, when something happens like that, they they kind of shut down. They're like, oh, I don't know what to do. I don't know how I'm going to get through this, et cetera. But the successful people that I work with daily are the ones who say, okay, 
this is a challenge and this is how we overcome that challenge. And that's, that sounds like what you did. And that's, that's great. Cause once you get through something like that and come out the other side, it only makes your business stronger. It only makes your business better. Um, and it, it seems like, you know, you have Tanisters that are, that are basically like, um, you know, your, your little, your, you have your, your club that are people that are involved in their, they're talking your brand, which is fantastic. Yeah, it's awesome. And I really, you know, like having this platform in the community, something like this in Pasco is just like, you know, amazing to get out there because you don't always get to get out there and meet other people. So this is amazing. Great. If you, if people who are listening to this, if they were to take one thing away from it out of all the stuff that your journey, your family, what would you want them to, to understand about you, your business? So that they can say, "Hey, look, I, I want to use your service." What would what would you want them to un- to know and understand? The so one I value uniqueness, right? I think we are all different. We are in our own ways, um, and we should show up as that every day. We should show up as our best self, and only you can determine what your best self is. But definitely dress up and show up because every day is a blessing. Every day is a gift. That, that is a great message. And the other part to that, from my perspective, is that our diversity here is, is really our strength. If we all had the same belief, the same face, the same body type, if everybody was like that, you know, there is no alternate perspective. Everybody just kind of goes through the motions with their blinders on and does what they do. But the, the uniqueness of what you do brings that flair out in people and it creates that individuality, which is what really, what really helps us, you know, be a better society that everybody has that, you know, that individuality. So from, from a listener standpoint, what is the best way, Nicolette, for people to find you, to get a hold of you? Um, tell us a little bit about the show that you have, you know, you have, you said you have a show coming up. What's the best way for people to find you and connect with you? So my website, TaniqueDesigns.com, and that's T-E-N-I-Q-U-E-D-E-S-I-G-N-S.com. And then I'm on Instagram and Facebook as well, at Tanique Designs. Um, my show, I'm currently planning it. I'm aiming for October, November. That's when I, when I want to showcase all my new things for the holiday season. And then I also do events. So I do jewelry making parties and things like that. I have an event coming up um, on June 24. Not sure if this will air before then, but that won't be the only one. So stay tuned. (laughs) So, um, so if, if people are, you know, people are listening to this, if they, they can call, they could go to your website and actually book a party. So if I had a, you know, someone that lives in one of my communities, here's the podcast and says, Hey, we want to have a party and 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 bring Tanique Designs in. You'll do parties like home parties type of thing and do displays and things like that. Yes, so we and we'll customize it too. So if you're having a daughter and she's having a little mermaid party theme, then we'll bring in the charms with the mermaids and gotcha. all of that to customize it. Well, what we're going to do is uh, when we post this and we put it out, we'll we'll get all that information from you. We'll have it in the post. So if you're listening to this and you weren't Fast enough to write down the website. It will be in uh, the po- the podcast when we post it and put it out on social media. So we'll have all that. Nicolette, thank you so much for being on episode 18 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. I really enjoyed talking to you. You have an amazing rest of your week. 
Thank you, Mike. I appreciate you having this platform for business owners like myself. Have a great day. You too. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast Pasco. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnppasco.com. That's gnppasco.com or call 813-922-3610.